Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. I have such a great episode for you guys today. I'm interviewing Kim Land. She is an occupational therapist. She is a real estate investor, world traveler, simply, truly an amazing woman. She has a passion for manifesting true freedom, curiosity, exploration. She does everything last minute when she travels. She lives right now in Alaska, but she's from Chicago. And she's traveled all over the world, Japan, where she works as an English teacher, China, Thailand, Korea. And with COVID, it kept her grounded for a few years, which got her diving back into the real estate market. Now, I met Kim at a real estate mastermind. My husband and I own a real estate investment company. And as soon as I met her, I knew that I had to get her on this podcast and hear more about her story and introduce her to all of you. So I hope you enjoy listening. I'm sure that you will. Kim, I'm so happy to have you here. And the intro, I talked about how we met recently at a mastermind. And I said, from the minute I met you, I said, you're coming on my podcast. (laughs) And here we are. (laughs) That's true. I was so so excited though. (laughs) Yeah. So You've been, you've had so many life experiences. So when we talk about the the topic of imposter syndrome or self-doubt, um, where does that, like, what, what comes up first for you first and foremost, when, when we talk about, about doubt, honestly, full disclosure is, um, failures. So I think, I can't remember if you and I discussed this, but, um, one of the big things about real estate that scares people from getting involved or that scares people from continuing is like the possibility of failure and then how big the failure will be. And so because I started with no mentor, no guidance, you know, (laughs) no nothing. And I really just kind of failed my way along. um, At some point, those failures just kind of got in my head and I started to, to kind of, to identify um, as that which is interesting because even you pointed out to me that, but I kept going, I kept going. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't stop, even though in the back of my head, I had this recording, you know, that this may not work out. What if you fail? What if you lose money? Blah, 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 blah. But I kept going. So yeah, I'll just leave that back. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you, I want to dive in a little bit more to what you said about the failure got in my head. How did you Mm -hmm. know that? Like what shifted as these, as these failures came up for you, what did you notice about your inner dialogue or your actions that shifted that made you realize that the failure ha- was becoming more of an inner dialogue? Um, it, it, it actually is quite a few things. So first of all, you look at people who don't have as much knowledge or experience as you and they're killing it, or at least they appear to be killing it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is uh, part of me just being me is that I am a very like self-aware, self-reflective person. So I just started asking questions and journaling and then just started realizing just patterns in my behavior and in my and in my thinking. And the big question was, I started realizing as, as I'm helping people, because people will come to me, they'll ask me questions And so I'll think like, oh, wow, you know, maybe I'm not good enough for this. But then they'll ask me a question and and I can see their path like very clearly. And I could see Mm. what they need to do, how they need to get to their goal, all the steps. I can see it very clearly, but they can't see it. And then they talk to me and they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, you do that enough times 
And then you start wondering if I know so much, why am I not rich yet? (laughs) You know, how is it that I can see everybody else's problems so clearly? And then with mine, I can see like maybe one or two steps ahead, but I'm helping everybody else and I'm giving them so much clarity. Why can't I give myself that level of clarity? And so then I just, I, I literally just started brain dumping on paper, writing down what I'm feeling, what's going on in my head. And then, you know, the seven levels of why, you know, when you keep asking like, yes. why? Mm-hmm. So I, I just started doing that. Okay. Why do you feel this way? Why is this? Why are you afraid? And essentially what I got down to was that I was afraid of failing. And then I had mm-hmm. to ask another question. Okay. Well, why are you afraid of failing? It's because I've had failures in the past. That was the recording running in my head. And it was such a normal part of my thought process. I didn't even notice it. It just was. So where did you go from there when you realized that that was such a deep ingrained fear for you? So what's interesting is that even though that recording has been running in my head for a long time, I I still kept going and I still had successes. I just feel like those successes could have and should have been so much larger. So Mm -hmm. to answer your question, you know, it didn't hold me back fully, but it held me back enough from realizing my full potential. So really, to be honest with you, only this year have I started like the deep work. And and even then within the last like 30, 60 days, have I really started doing like the deep, like hard work to figure out how, how to move past this. And so that really includes doing all the scary stuff you know, going back into childhood, figuring out what happened and why, looking at the failures that I've had, why they, why, why I am interpreting them as failures, and then maybe refocusing, maybe they weren't failures, they're just stepping stones or learning experiences, hiring coaches, I have, I have a coach for everything. Mm -hmm. Every coach plays a part. I have a marketing coach, a financial coach, a health coach, they all actually help me. So I never really understood what people meant when they'd say, you have to do the work, do the work. And I'd be like, what the hell is the work? What does that even mean? <laughs> but now, now I kind of get it. It literally, if doing the work takes time and it, it means, it means peeling off these layers that are preventing you from being your best self. And part of that is being patient and wait, waiting on the universe to, to bring you the teacher. Cause you also have to be ready for it. And the other part of it is is the action part of you um, seeking the teacher and willing to be vulnerable because admitting you made a mistake or that you were wrong or that you don't know something or that you have to look stupid, you know, in front of other people or silly, like that's hard. That's not mm-hmm. easy, but that's what, that's what I've been doing. And like I said, most, especially the last 30 to 60 days, I've, I've been really seeking that knowledge. Yeah, that's great. And I want to circle back to one thing that you said about how you were able to highlight other people's path for them. Yeah. And then, but then you were kind of judging yourself for not doing the same. And I think this is really interesting because it's almost like you were using, you were using your own expertise against yourself, (laughs) right? Which is interesting because if you were, let's like, let's, let's, let's compare it to like a therapist or a psychologist or something. Or um, even a doctor say like a doctor and you say, oh, I am a doctor and I still have this 
disease or I am a psychologist and I'm depressed. It's like, I should know better. I have all this. That's the same thing you were doing. Right. Which is so fascinating how we, it's like, we, instead of recognizing the expertise we do have, we then internalize it to use it against ourselves and speed ourselves up. So I I think that people can really resonate with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And it's interesting that you should say that because you know that I am, um, healthcare professional, I'm an occupational yeah. therapist. And earlier this year, I went through that depression. Uh, I had, I had the symptoms and then I couldn't see them for myself. Yeah. And then I called my therapist, like I'm having all these thoughts. It's really scary. And Im- immediately, like not even five minutes of questions. And she's like, Oh, you're depressed. And I'm like, mm. not depressed. Get out of here. She's like, yeah, look, these are the triggers and you have blah, 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 blah. And you're right. I couldn't just like with the depression just like with real estate, I couldn't see it in myself, yeah. even though it's so clear. It's so, so clear. Yeah. And I think it bring us, brings up a really good point about how important it is to reach out for just having, not even reach out, but just kind of have an arsenal of people yeah. who you can touch base with and say like, yeah. I don't know exactly what's going on, but there's something off. Um, I've definitely been in the same boat. Like I coach I coach people on burnout yeah. and I, it took me months to recognize that I was burnt out again. Yeah. I was like, this is what I do, but, but we're so, our brains are so conditioned to explain things away. Yeah. And I, I think it's also, I've been learning just a lot about habits and identity habits and identity. Mm -hmm. And so I think another reason why we don't see these things and why I couldn't see you know, these failures or, or learning experiences, whatever you want to call them, is because it, it had become like a part of my identity so much so that I was like self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. I look back on the experiences that I had and uh, those failures, they didn't have to be that way. They didn't. I could have changed it around. It didn't have to end that way. But it was this, like I said, this recorder, this identity, it was just normal. Like, that's just the way that it was. It was just normal. And so it's kind of like, have you, have you heard the saying where the fish is like looking for the ocean and another fish comes up and it's like, but you're in the ocean. They're like, no, no, no. I want the ocean. No, you're in the ocean. It's around you and you don't even realize it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm, it's like when your perspective, your paradigm changes, then you can see things differently. And I didn't, I couldn't see it before, but now I can see things differently. Yeah. So what advice, if any, do you have for people who have found themselves kind of looking back and replaying an old narrative to shifting that to forward and creation of a new identity? Is there anything that's been helpful for you? Yeah, I I don't believe you can do it on your own um, unless, I don't know, I think it takes a really special person to see their own like roadblocks. I, I honestly think you need help um, someone who can see what's preventing you from getting from, from A to B. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Einstein said this or not, but you know, there's that saying, he says, you, you can't solve a problem from the same, what is it? Eyes from which you created it or yeah. something like that. The same energy. I think that's what it's the same energy. And I believe that because when you're in this space, you recognize there's a problem, but you run these scripts in your head and they're a part of who you are so much so that you you need somebody to provide you 
with another perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard sometimes to do that on your own. So I think that's the first thing. And that can actually come, you don't, it can come in the form of a book. It can come in the form of, you know, uh, some sort of a YouTube video. It can come in the form of a mentor, a podcast, a friend. But I think it needs it needs to be someone other than you who can just give you that shift that you need to see things clearly. And then at some point, I think it needs to be like paid professional help because mm-hmm. that'll really like that'll really dig into who you are as opposed, you know, in a way that like a book can't do it. It needs to be like an actual person. Right. I think that's great advice. And I and I found the same thing in my experience that having someone who's can who can see you from that angle that it's impossible to see yourself yeah really um change the path of your life really yes and you and you know what else I want to add is that you have to be willing and receptive Mm -hmm. because if you're not you're not going to hear what they have to say you're not going to take it in you're you're not going to hear it and it'll just be a waste of time for everybody so yeah. you, you, you have to be willing and you have to also understand that some parts of that are going to be hard. This person or this coach is going to push you in ways that feel really uncomfortable and you have to accept this is going to be uncomfortable and that's okay. Cause a lot of times we're, we're avoiding the discomfort and you cannot do that. You just have mm-hmm. to accept that it's not going to feel good. It's just not. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the important thing to remember, and this is something that I often remind myself and my clients is that you're, the place that you're in is uncomfortable. Yeah. It just feels more, it just feels safer because it's familiar. The discomfort familiar. is familiar. Exactly. The discomfort exactly. of growth only feels worse because it's new. Yeah. And I think that because of the uncertainty of that, our brains freak out a little bit about, about yeah. more about it, but you're uncomfortable now, like people who have imposter syndrome and self and are being held back by self doubt, like they feel like crap a yeah. lot. So yeah. It's not like it true. feels good. It's just like, that's what they're used to. Yeah. So, so the shift is uncomfortable just because it's new. Yeah, I agree. We like certainty. Like we love it. We loved, we, we like a little bit of uncertainty. That's why people do things like gambling and roller coasters right. and all that kind of stuff. But you know, we like certainty. It, it makes us feel safe but but just like I was saying before about I'm learning about habits and identity it's a habit to know that this thing is going to end up the way that it's always ended up whether you you're going to feel good about it or not feel good about it that's a habit that's something that you've been you've been doing and like you said you know the outcome you don't like the outcome but you know it and there's familiarity in that so doing something new is scary but most times if not all the time it, it always ends well, you know, mm-hmm. like it's scary at first. And then that becomes the new normal, like the new yeah. edge, but you look back on it and you're like, man, I should have done that sooner. Like, why didn't I do that yeah. sooner? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. And before I know, before we end here, I just want to ask, because you have the perspective of someone being in healthcare as an occupational therapist, that is a very linear, linearly driven career, right? It's like, you take this course, you take this test, you do this thing, you become an occupational therapist, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real estate and entrepreneurship is the total opposite. I know. (laughs) How do you navigate that or rectify that for yourself to go from one world and one extreme to another? 
So what I'm doing now, which I've been doing in the past that I didn't realize that I was doing is being willing to experiment. You have to understand that not every opportunity is going to lead to, I mean, for lack of a better word, win is the only thing that I can think of, but we, we got to think of another word than that. <laughs> but not every opportunity is going to lead to this, the idea that you have of a win, like which would be a closed deal. However, it leads to a win, a win in that it's an experience that you learn from that you use for the next thing. Because you don't, to be honest with you, you don't want every win. I'm sorry, every opportunity to be a win. Because I've done that. And sometimes those opportunities, they seem like opportunities and they're not. But you learn from them and then you use it for the next thing. Sometimes when new people get into real estate, they expect it to be like you said, linear. Okay, I, I look for the property. I negotiate with the seller. We come to an agreement and then we close. And it may not work like that. You know, that seller may lead you to another seller who may lead you to some little old lady who's selling her house for half the price or whatever. So you have to be okay with being like um, Alice in Wonderland and just kind of following, you know, every weird thing that happens and being okay with that. But if you want it to be like predictable and follow a set course, then I would say this is probably not the game for you to play. Right. Right. You have to, like we were just talking about, you have to be ready for the discomfort of uncertainty. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's, that was not my MO at first. Like yeah. I really liked the linear and the predictability. Like I remember yeah. four or five years ago when I was first starting out as like an entrepreneur, I was like, but I don't know what the next step is. And they're like, yeah. and my coach at the time was like, yeah, you don't get to know that in this line of work. I was like, oh, like I really struggled, but now- <laughs> now I'm actually, it's kind of fun. Yes, it is. It's like, I don't, who knows, like anything is possible. And so it, it really does, but it, it took me years to get to that place. At first I was like, this yeah. is the worst thing ever to not know the end, but now yeah. it's like, oh, well, who, like, why would you want to know the end? That sounds boring. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And that's, it's also teaching me about learning about the journey. My very, very first property ever the lender told me to enjoy the process because it, it felt so hard. And mm. I remember I just, I wanted to like smack her. I was like, that is the <laughs> dumbest thing. Why would you tell me to enjoy this horrible process? That is so stupid. And so even though I I, I would I would not tell a new person that because I don't think they would understand it. Mm-hmm. However, I would say if you can learn to at least enjoy parts of the process, it will be a less frustrating experience. Like you have to be like a child and just take, joy in the small things. You know how kids are like, they're so easily impressed mm-hmm. <laughs> by everything and everything's new. You have to be willing to like appreciate yourself and have grace on yourself for trying, for doing new things, for learning, for taking the learning experience, as opposed to expecting every experience to have like a closed outcome. Yeah. So I'm learning that as well. Cause the thing about real estate is you'll never know it all ever. Mm-hmm. It'll never get done ever. There will always be something new for forever. (laughs) So you may as well just sit back and enjoy the ride because it's, 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 there's no end. There's, it's just not, does that's not a thing. It doesn't exist. Yeah. I love that. I love that, um, uh, motto and message to end it today. Thank you so much. Um, I will have all your info about people to find you because you have a course on investing in 
what? Tell me what your course is. So two things. Yep. I do coaching for beginner investors in real estate and also for people who either want to invest in mobile homes or use mobile homes to generate quick cash for real estate. Perfect. Perfect. So we'll leave the links for that in case people are interested in in getting into that and working with you, you, which I highly recommend. It was great chatting. You too. Thank you. Real quick before you go, the topics that Kim and I talked about today, like habit creation, identity, fear of failure, all of these things are are topics that we focus on in the Life in Glitter membership, which is my monthly membership you can join at any time where we talk about integrating the identity and the knowledge that you have already into your daily life. And this is probably missing for you if you've been in the self-help, personal development, coaching world for a while, but you haven't yet seen results of new knowledge. And that's because what you're missing is integration. In order to integrate the knowledge into your life, to do it quickly requires someone, like we were talking about in the podcast today, looking with a different perspective and showing you, maybe giving like turning a flashlight into areas of your life where either it's already happening for you, or maybe you need to take an opportunity that you wouldn't have seen yourself. So you can get into that membership going to www.consciousandmedicine.com forward slash glitter. It's two integration coaching calls a month, unlimited email coaching, and all of my online courses for only $77 a month. So you want to join us definitely before the new year. You'll be amazed at the person you are by January 1st. And then 2023 is going to be a whole new ballgame. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad (laughs) results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.